You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 46 for April 30th, 2015. This week we talk about laser hair removal, the Lizzie McGuire movie being on Netflix, landlords being introverted, and we talk a lot about Bruce Jenner. So stick around for the, the show. show. One, two, three, clap. And there it is. Hey, guys. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Joe made sure to, like, say hello, like, right at the beginning so we don't fucking forget, Uh as usual. Welcome to the podcast this week. Welcome. Oh, my God. Is it, like, sunny where you guys are at if you're in North America? I don't know. What? How do seasons work again? This is like fourth I don't know. grade. It's been raining all day here and it's been cold. What? <laughs> oh my God. It's like, it's, it's like 70 in Missoula right now. And like, oh my God. there's, oh my God. So <laughs> it's like 50 here all day. What? Oh, mm-hmm. maybe it's because you're around and the world is no, like. No, this is my favorite kind of weather. I'm oh, fine. really? You like mm-hmm. it? I, I like cold and rainy. I do like rainy weather. Like I do, but I don't know something about the weather that's been happening currently. I've just been really enjoying the sunlight and the warmth which is like so against my you know troll nature of being wanting to be blocked in a basement all day but it's been nice it's it's uh sunlight i like it like three days out of the year it's perfect mm. so but anyways, nice. anyways i can tell that it's <laughs> starting to become summer because all the other houses on my block like they all their lawns are mowed except mine and mine has fucking dandelions so like my house looks like do you have to mow your own well i mean i don't know really you rent. I, do, oh. I do rent but like it's from like your aunt i rent from my aunt which is a great deal aunt. if you aunt aunt i thought it's aunt it, it's it's both <laughs> aunt in the south well it's i it's i think it is actually aunt up here but i don't know what it actually is <laughs> it doesn't matter aunt aunt oh my god there's something that you said in your alien isolation video root you said root root versus root? route oh they're pretty interchangeable here yeah like it's pretty much just whatever the hell you want to say yeah I, it, I think it's fairly interchangeable up here in montana too like you get it you usually get a route 44 drink at sonic yes yes but you drive on a route yeah like route 66 uh-huh. i understand anyways so, anyway you're alone yeah so my i know this is very interesting you guys please stick around i know <laughs> talking about grass like literally watching the, the grass fucking road. i know yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're getting close i can feel it um anyways so uh i'm not totally sure what's in my rental agreement or if i even have a rental agreement good job reading it it's yeah well i mean i don't remember her <laughs> even giving one to me so i think it's very gray area but it doesn't really matter because everyone else's lawns look perfect and mine looks like it belongs to like an abandoned meth house so it's great because no one wants to visit my house like all the people like selling shit and like all the mormons like avoid my house because the outside literally looks like it's run down but the inside is so cute so it's it's pretty perfect. It, it you know makes people not come near it, which is very good for me being introverted. But we always had in both the houses I lived in in Philly our landlord mm-hmm. mode. Oh, that's so nice. I mean, I think I feel I feel but like it was that's how it's supposed too. to be. Like I feel like that's how it's actually supposed well, to happen. It was weird because like uh, in the first house, it didn't really matter. I didn't know when he was there or not. It because I lived in the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, in the second house. I lived in the basement again, but it was on a hill, so the basement was above ground. Yeah. Um, And I would just wake up some mornings, and there would be, like, this big, 
Ukrainian guy like mowing right outside the window. Ooh, like, oh, that sounds like a really good intro to like some sort of porn. Porn, yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> married though, and I liked his wife. So, oh, you didn't ask for a threesome? No, they were they were the nicest people in the world. Ni- and then nice like, landlords. What? They were super nice. And then when I uh, I visited Philly again, like a few months after I moved back to Arkansas Mm -hmm. uh, and I drove up there and it was it was like 10 p.m. or something and I was driving around like up where I used to live and uh, I get a phone call on my phone and it's my landlord and she's like I just saw an Arkansas license plate is it you (laughs) oh my god like still had your number (laughs) she's like are you moving back I was like no I'm just here visiting oh that's adorable they were sweet wow I feel like that's rare which is unfortunate it is yeah very rare you should have took him back to Arkansas with you nah nah Nah. Nah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember um, in Boston, my landlord was like this very old man. He was a little crazy. He was all right, though. He was very neutral. But um, what's old? I mean, like 65, 70. <laughs> OK, don't worry, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. I have you covered. No, like that's still not old. He was me. like mm, 26. <laughs> like he was really fucking old. No, like uh, 60s, not old. Oh, I, I said 65 to 70. OK. God damn it, Joe. I think 80's old. I mean, but like how many people last till they're 80? Yeah, exactly. That's why I think it's old. You just want to set a goal for yourself when you, you know, reach 80. You're, oh, look, a milestone. It didn't die no, yet. I'm not reaching 80. <laughs> <laughs> if you reach past 40, then I'll, I'll give you a gold medal. Uh-huh. Anyways, so my... um. I know my landlord in Boston, like he was required by the city to like make sure that our... Um, like sidewalks were um, plowed and stuff and like the lawn mode, but like we didn't have a lawn because I lived like in the city. Um, Cause I mean, if you count asphalt being lawn, which it's not, but anyways. So the 65 year old would regularly plow you? Yes. Yes, he would. Mm. That's where the stories go. No, I think he hired someone. <laughs> I don't know. Probably, yeah. probably a hot Ukrainian guy that was married, <sighs> but you know, you know, speaking of um, hot Ukrainian guys, you are moving to Seattle. This has this segue didn't have anything to do with anything. No, that was the worst segue we've ever had on the show. I'm, you said you say moving. I'm not moving. Well, I mean, like you're moving for a month. Like you're, you're going. I'll be there for a month at least. At least. Yeah. And then and then I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I may do some more poking around the northeast. West. Northwest. Northwest. <laughs> Send you back to fucking Philly where you belong, bitch. Oh, my God. I would love to go back to Philly. Mm, Um, I'd live with you in Philly. I may do some more poking around, or I may come back, or I may... Just play it by ear. may just walk into the ocean and... Uh, Yeah. Well, (laughs) we we talked a little bit about... walk out. uh, We talked a little bit last week about how, you know, Joe is, you know, making, you know, having a little month vacation-ish over in Seattle... Um, and we, you know, kind of, I mean, I, I am going over to Seattle because it's not very far away from me in Montana. It's like, for God, for God's sakes, we have a direct flight there out of Missoula, which is like rare for like any place in Montana because LOL. Um, but yeah, so Joe and I are going to hang out. So maybe you'll see, you know, Instagrams of like Joe throwing me into the sewer or like me stabbing Joe with a knife or like, you know, really intimate moments. Um, yeah. I go whale watching. We should go whale watching. I will. S- I, I've never gone whale watching before. 
it's supposed to be like the best month for it too. Like oh, everything. Yeah. I don't know why I picked May for all this to happen, but it's a really nice thing that I did because apparently like everything nice happens in May. Yeah, like in Seattle especially because I mean, even though it's like a coastal city, it still gets pretty warm during the summer and mm-hmm. humid. Um but like during May and June is a really really nice time because like you like, you know, it's just it's a very good time in the northwest in general. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a very good climate wise and a lot of stuff's happening and it's very pretty and you did you you chose a very good month to go and hang out over there. But I'm just so excited for you. Oh my god. Yeah, it should be fun. You're going to have so many experiences and you're going to have so many stories. It's going to be great. There's a Daiso. Oh, girl. I know. I'm there's two. Yeah, okay. So like Oh my god. I see I've never been to a Daiso. You've you've been to a Daiso cuz you there was one I went every single day I lived in San Francisco. So you lived you lived in Daiso <laughs> and then you went home to a, a little apartment to sleep basically. Uh-huh. Basically, cuz my bus stopped at every single day on the way to work. My bus stopped at the Daiso in San Francisco. That is like that's like bankruptcy for you. Like I know, I, I am stopped. so surprised you didn't like, you know, like Break right the in the middle of Japantown is where my bus transferred. Oh my god! I loved it. Uh, so I'm I'm glad I'm gonna get to go uh, there again, and I don't have to like pack sheet masks. Yeah, exactly. You can I'll buy that shit there. there. I am bringing in a few of my favies though. Oh, like what? Oh my god, tell. Um, the F Face Q. That's the brand I really like, FaceQ. And so did, um, is this, did you do a video on this one when you were doing I face did. masks? I did. I mentioned those in a video. Those are probably my favorite ones. Because it sounded um, a little familiar and, you know. Yeah, I really like those. So I'm going to bring some of those, but then I'm just not really going to worry about it. I can do Daiso. I've been doing face masks, sheet masks, like every single day lately. Really? Yeah, because my skin has been so... This podcast is really entertaining, I'm sure. <laughs> but... <laughs> My skin, I've been having to film so many videos lately mm-hmm. that um, one, there was one day I just completely lost my voice. Like oh my, my voice God. Was just gone. So and like then, basically like Ariel. Basically, I you could say you could that I'm say, the little mermaid and you'd be kind of right. I the mean, little Joe maid. I have a, my voice is pretty amazing. I mean, yeah. And we have to keep your voice, you know, prim and proper. <laughs> For all the, you know, great singing you do. <laughs> but all the shaving that I do before I have to film a video and stuff, you know, I shave my face every time. And then it's like, it's, I've been shaving it too much. And it's so, it's, it's irritating. Yeah. See, like, I feel like that's something that people forget. And I always forget this about you, but like your facial hair is like coarse. Like it is like prominent. Yeah. Because like I have extremely curly hair. Yes. And like really dark curly hair. So it is there. Uh-huh. And so if I don't shave it, like I can, if I shave it in the afternoon, it usually looks fine if I film a video at night, but I like to shave it like right before I film a video. Yeah. Um. So then I, whenever I have to plan out when I'm going to record my videos, I have to plan it around like that sort of schedule. Like, um, I don't like to really go do anything if I don't shave just because I just, I just don't like how I look with like stubble or facial That's hair. That's how I feel. Yeah, I just, I don't like it. I don't feel comfortable mm-hmm. leaving the house with it. Exactly. Um, so generally, like the day before I film a video, I stay in the house and I don't shave that day so that it'll it'll be easier to shave the next day. That makes sense. But it's such a hassle, such a fucking hassle. I know. And like, I, I don't know. Obviously, since I've gotten older, I've been, you know, because I'm still growing up. I'm still a little kid. 
Um, my facial hair has grown in a lot more, but like even still, like I can go like two days without shaving and still, you know, look pretty bare on my face, which I'm like so thankful for because I can't imagine because like I feel like, you know how with some people they have that sort of baby face where like their baby face when they're 16 and then they're 21 and they like grew this like really nice beard and they look all manly. Mm-hmm. For me, like I have the type of baby face where if I grew a full beard, I would look like a baby with a beard. Like it wouldn't masculinize me. <laughs> yeah. Like anymore. I can't see that on you. <laughs> I can't either. And I live with this like, you know, face every day. I have to look at it in the mirror and I'm like, Mm-mm, no. And so like when, you know, my sidebirds are coming in and I haven't like shaved over the weekend or whatever, I just look like a hobo. Like I do not look cute, honey. Mm-mm. It is. I mean, I wish. Oh, my God. I wish I could like grow a full beard and like rock it because like I I like a man with a beard. I'll, let me tell you, I like man, I like um, I have I have a thing for hair. That's what I'm discovering is I have a thing for hair. In I'm not opposed to hair, but it's it's uh, we've mentioned this before. I've never made out with someone who has a beard. I have. I recently did, and I got rug burn on my face, and I, was, I did now. Like I, the most I've done is uh, made out with someone with a whole lot of stubble, mm. and it just hurt. It hurt, hurt. It's like making out with a comb. It's great. Yeah, it was not. <laughs> I was not into it. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Well, I got, I got, uh, I had three laser hair removal treatments when I was younger, like in my late teens, yeah. I guess. So my facial hair took longer to like get to this point. Like it's only just now sort of at this point. Mm-hmm. But I would not get laser hair removal again. I, like, f- I don't know. I feel like that you. Oh, my God. It's not permanent for one thing. People think it's permanent. It's not permanent. See, like I see. I don't know anything about laser hair removal. And I we might have mentioned this in a very, very early podcast. But I don't think that we ever like dove into your like laser hair removal process. What do you want to know? I want to know like like why you would never do it again. Like what was so shitty about it? And, it hurt. It left it. I have some scars on my neck from it. Really? And that was like almost a decade ago. Jesus yeah. Christ. Like um pain, the worst pain ever. And it was it was quite hard on me to like I'm supposed to be the ideal candidate. I have they want you to have pale skin mm-hmm. and they want you to have dark hair. Yes. And I have both of those things, but it was so like I didn't really like the person who was doing it, the doctor who was doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, don't, I feel like they just didn't understand my skin type very well. Okay. Um, but yeah, like for at least two weeks after every treatment, I looked like my face was coming off. Oh my, was it like, like peeling or? It was like, there was like, um, well, the, it cinches the hairs yeah. down at the root. Like it burns them. Yeah. And so you're supposed to let them fall out naturally. Like you're not supposed to tug them. God, that sounds like chemotherapy or some shit. And like, um, there would be, it would like be bleeding. Like some parts would be bleeding. Jesus. Like, um, some of the follicles would be bloody. Um, and I, I went on vacation like after one treatment and it was just a miserable vacation because I looked, you know, like someone had. You're bleeding out of your pores. Yeah. Like someone had like sliced up my face or something. Oh my God. Um, but, and it, it just, it hurt. Yeah. Like, and I have a really high tolerance for pain. Mm -hmm. Like. It takes a lot for me to even go to the doctor for something. Yeah. Like, I have to be, like, screaming in pain. Yeah. Um, But this was, like, really painful. And it's just, like, constant. Like, they do oh. a little area, and then they move it over, like, a couple centimeters, and then you get zapped again, and then it's, you're just, like, dying. It's just torture. Time. It sounds like torture. It's so bad. 
Um, so I would probably, I, if I were going to do some sort of laser hair removal again, I would do electrolysis. Okay. So what's, do you know what the difference is between like, what kind of hair removal did you get versus I got laser, okay. laser hair removal, uh, electrolysis. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on this. Go to WebMD or something. <laughs> Look you know it up on WebMD. <laughs> yeah. You know the drill. <laughs> so it's not a fucking doctor podcast. <laughs> um, in case you've made that mistake. Mm, you're on the uh, wrong place. It's, it targets like each hair individually. Okay. And it zaps them one like one by one, but it's supposed <sighs> to be permanent. Okay. But it, it's more expensive. I'm pretty sure they have some home electrolysis systems. Mm-hmm. But do you, you like can really fuck up your face? I it's just, a needle <laughs> oh, that you God. put down into each follicle. I don't, I wouldn't trust it. myself with that. I wouldn't trust no, myself to like, do a good it's job. It's horrible. So um, I. If I were going to do it again, that's what I would do. But I don't I don't want to do anything else like that again because I literally have like scars on my it hurt my neck the most. My neck hair. Oh, yeah. Because my neck hair is the most coarse. Okay. Um and so I still have some like burn marks. God. Basically. You went through yeah. hell and back for your face. I know, I hated it. Well um that sounds but, awful. Yeah, I mean I'm still gorgeous, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I'm just like, I'm just imagining you like putting on a, first a face mask and then like the mask that like Jason Voorhees wears, like the um, the hockey mask and then just like mm-hmm. hooking the hockey mask up to like a lightning rod in in <laughs> Seattle and just waiting for it to strike. And that's Ooh. what that's what your electrolysis is. That's Ooh. what that's the, the picture, the image in my mind. I would I would try that if it worked. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, but but I tomorrow know. I finally get to give my, after all of this talk about it, I finally get to give my face a rest tomorrow. Oh, thank God. I'm going to be uh, sheet masking all day. Ooh, girl. Horse oil in it up. Mm, yeah, that horse oil, though. <laughs> Slapping on some horse Jesus oil. Jesus Christ. It is my new favorite thing. I mean, like, it, was that your actual favorite thing last week? I believe it was. No, I don't, I don't, was it? I don't, I don't know. It, I don't remember what my favorite thing was. I see. Like literally, Joe and I have the, both have the worst memories. Like we can't yeah. remember what the fuck we talked about last week. Well, we just don't. We don't listen to this again. It no, we don't. Horrible. We don't listen to ourselves. Basically. Why, do you, why are you listening to this? Now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the real question of the goddamn century. I want to relive this conversation. Mm-mm-mm. That's why I have to edit this because Joe refuses. So, um, <laughs> and I also edit like a bajillion videos a week. Uh, yeah, and you have Sam to listen, have to, listen to your voice enough, so I give him a little mm. bit of a break. It's true. It's, it's true. It's very no, strange. Sam is the best. Audio engineering is his thing. Is that's it? What, I I don't know. We'll uh, see. That's what. Oh my god! Speaking of, ooh, segue? so somebody tweeted me. Okay, you know how when you Google certain people's names, a little info box on them comes up. Yeah, it's never happened for me. Okay, which I have thought that it should because because you know, you're 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 I'm the a one and only important person. Yeah. <laughs> But someone tweeted me this week that it finally something shows up now when you Google me. Uh, But it lists like it lists what you do, you know. Mm -hmm. And for mine, it says record producer. Oh my god! (laughs) I was like, uh, (laughs) Uh, I mean, I think it might do it for you now too. Hold on, and I think it, I think it does this for us because we have music. 
on Google Play. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Okay, and I so- think that's what it's linking it to. Yeah, so yours comes up now as Sam ravioli record producer as well oh my god well hold on i have to open up an incognito window to make sure that make it's sure not... you're make sure you're well you can just turn you can click on the world icon like hide private results oh my god sam antinoli record producer mm-hmm. oh my god that's so weird all of my like weird google plus pictures are showing up okay what the fuck happened to google plus like oh who cares wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst social network is it, ever is i trying like what is the deal Oh God, I don't know. Is it? I don't think it's dying, right? They have they spent way too much time fucking linking every single one of our profiles to oh, it. I am God. so annoyed at that. I know. I never so liked fucking it. annoyed. It was it was no, like it literally was... like force fed down everyone's throats, and I think that's the reason why that it never took off is because they like they they counted like they put all they put all in on Google mm-hmm. Plus. They all their money and they threw everything into Google Plus and just like it was over fucking whelming. But yeah. It's like a it fucking just... like it's it looks it's dead. Like I go on Google Plus like once a year and I just it's it looks like a wasteland. It but, seems like the people who post on it post like tech news and stuff. Yeah, like it's that very big and, in the tech community. Um and I just but no I'm one like, else really uses it. No, I just Whenever I have something to post, the first thing I think is not, oh, I'm going to share this on Google+. Plus." Yeah, like, what? <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. Oh, but I don't speaking know. Speaking of sharing things. Speaking I'm... of share. Oh, you want to talk about share? No, I was, oh. no, I don't have anything to say about her. <laughs> She's timeless. That's all I have to say. Okay, go. She is timeless. <laughs> um, I, so many people have sent me up. So apparently they're putting the Lizzie McGuire movie on Netflix. Have you seen <gasps> what every time, every time I've said this before, every time something happens with Hillary Duff, I don't hear the end of it. Well, it's, you know, what? <laughs> you, Twitter you can't fucking complain. You did this to yourself. You piece of no, shit. I, uh, no, I don't remember <laughs> asking for it. You're victim blaming Sam Ravioli. I'm, I don't care if I'm victim blaming you because like you are basically Hillary Duff's like really like. Um, I am her number one fan. No, 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 yeah. no, no. You are. OK, so you know how like. When I'm, her, I'm her only like major fan. So there's twins, you know, when when people have twins and then there's Mary always nationally. Yes. Only like you're fraternal twins and you're the uglier one. Wow. So that's where I was going. <laughs> was that a, was that a read? That was a read. Is this an, is a read supposed to be subtle? What did I read you on earlier? I don't can know. We, I, I, don't I already forgot. It can be subtle. It cannot be subtle. Anyways, so oh, I'm sure people were tweeting you off the butthole about Lizzie right. McGuire being Whenever, on Netflix. Yeah, I complained to someone about. I didn't complain. I mentioned it to <laughs> okay. somebody. Okay, choose your words wisely. I'm yeah. I'm not complaining. <laughs> Thank you guys. I mean, I already own the fucking DVDs, so you know, I'm set. I'm, so how many DVDs have you had to go through? Like, have you burned through like? No, 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 no. I okay. take very good care of that. Like I'm my sure dignity it's like in, a, in, a, in a shrine somewhere. And... It is. My dignity CD messed up pretty quickly because it was in my car and of course oh, yeah. it gets thrown around in your car. Yeah. Um, but I was telling someone that uh earlier, like last week or something, I was like, Yeah, everybody tweets me when something happens with Hillary Duff, and they were like, Well, look at it this way. Nobody could be tweeting you. And <gasps> I was like, <gasps> Oh, right. Oh, my God. Eyes wide open. I know. I was like, 
Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. Oh my God. I mean, yeah, I, I guess if, it's no. a good way to, that's, that's a very glass half empty versus glass half full situation. I, guess, I, sh- I mean, I'm, there's nothing to complain about anyway. It's just people wanting to share good news with me, which I know. I'm very thankful for. It is good news. Oh my God. I think, I don't remember who it was, but I, I saw a screen cap literally just today and it was, um, it was Lizzie McGuire with like the other the other two from the Lizzie McGuire series, Miranda and her Gordo. Little, no, it wasn't wow. Gordo. It wasn't Gordo. Gordo wasn't oh, there. Gordo um, was like off. Kate. The, no, it was it was Lizzie McGuire's little brother, Matt. Oh, Matt. I think was that his name. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen Lizzie McGuire in a long time. I need to get a refresh. Sorry. <sighs> I did watch Mean Girls again, like literally two days ago. So how old were you when that came out? Oh, let's see. I was Lizzie in... McGuire or um, no Mean Girls. Uh, mean Girls. I well, was in I either tenth or eleventh grade. Girl, I don't think you want to know. Hold on. I that was like there was this whole era that was so amazing in my life because which I'm sure it's happening now for like high school kids, but um, mm-hmm. where things were happening the exact same age that I was. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, they're like in 11th grade or whatever in that movie. And then I was in 11th grade and then it was the same with the OC. Oh yeah. Yeah. We talked about the OC before. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I was I'll never forget OC. All the same grades with them. Well, I was 11 when Mean Girls came out. So I was 17. Mm-hmm. So I'm six years older than you. Six years. Uh, yeah, you are. So like, what grade are you when you're 11? I'm, I'm um, actually Googling this. In third grade, <laughs> you're eight, eight, nine, ten, eleven, third, fourth. So like sixth grade? Six. So I was I was just starting middle school, basically. You were in fifth or sixth grade. Oh god, don't tell me that. Well, I remember I remember grade. seeing Mean Girls the year that it came out. Um, which was 2004. Uh, did you want to be a mean girl? Um I I mean, yeah, obviously. <laughs> like, how is that even a question? <laughs> I remember everybody wanting to be like that movie had the opposite effect that it intended to at my school. <laughs> really? <laughs> everybody wanted to be Regina George. Like, isn't that the point her. of the movie? Like, don't you no. like want to be like the queen bee? Obviously. No, I mean, the end, she gets hits by a f- fucking bus. It and, doesn't you know, matter. She like, she down. was she was queen of school. Like, girl. I know. Yeah, so everybody wanted to be her in that point, and then everybody was just really mean in high school. <laughs> well, it's not like anyone wants to be Katie in that movie. Like, what? Come on. I would be Katie, you know, if you're, especially if you're like an underdog and you like want to climb up there. And it's the climb. <gasps> it's climb. I <laughs> took you a little, a little longer than I expected. That's because I was shocked at the reference because I didn't know oh. that you had. Did you know I was a homosexual? I'm coming well, out on the podcast, mm-hmm. you guys. I'm finally making you it know, official. It's hard to miss. <laughs> Speaking of people making it official, this is a good segue. Bruce Jenner just came out as trans. Yeah. Did you I watch, you the, watch interview? the interview? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. I, I, honey, I watched it. I watched it live. Jinx. You owe me a Coke. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I could totally go for a Coke right now or some Coke or just a Coke. Mm-hmm. Mm, girl. Both, I'll, ask, but... I'll ask Lilo since we're talking about Mean Girls. Ooh, that was a read. Anyways, Ooh. Um, so, yeah, Bruce Jenner. Yes, so I he, watched it. Yes, did you? Yes. So, what did you think of? So, the interview was with Diane Sawyer, and it was two hours long. It was, it was, it was a moment. Um, I loved it. I loved it too. He seems. I'm using he because that's what he 
Ex- exactly. Like I'm still using right he now, pronouns which, until right. Bruce Jenner like officially says Specifies. like I'm transitioning. This is my new name. I feel like this is right. what he's preferred as currently. Still he. He said yeah. He said that in the interview yeah. that he is he wants to be known as he right now. Yes. Um. No, I thought it was great because um, he also talked about the difference between like identity versus, versus sexuality and like mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Um. The only thing that was really surprising to me is, um, and I'm not like judging him for this. He, he, cause I don't care, but he mentioned that he was a Republican. Uh, yeah, that, that was the biggest shocker for me. It wasn't that, that he was, was trans. The shocker for like me I saw so many tweets of like, I can't like, it, I know it's Bruce's decision, but right. I just can't understand how he wants to be dot, dot, dot a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> I saw so, so many of those is, tweets, though, but I was like, girl, like what? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really care that he's Republican, but he said something about it that struck me. Like he, do you remember what he said? I remember Diane Sawyer said something like, well, what, what do you think this politician and this politician would think about your transition? And he was like, oh, I think they would be fine with it. Or it was something along those lines. That wasn't the exact situation. Mm-hmm. And I just remember thinking, no, girl. they fucking wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I mean, I, I don't think you know your par- your party. Yeah, it's, just, it's very interesting. <laughs> Not I, that you know that's generalizing all Republicans, yes. but generally the ones that are in office are against anything yeah the, the Republican agenda usually entails you know not being as inclusive right usually you know there's always exceptions to the rule but I I like for me it's like I don't know if he is saying that because he's naive or if like he like actually knows people like in the Republican party or something. But there's something that Bruce said along those lines also that like Diane Sawyer said, so you're, you're a Republican. And he answered with, yes, I believe in the constitution. And I was like, Oh, did he? Yeah. And I was like, um, does that make me like a Marxist or something? Like what the (laughs) fuck? Like Jesus, like throw. And and the thing Uh, is, is like, I don't know. It's it. That was, that was the worst part of the interview. Like everything else was like, so like, it was so good for the general population because I always forget being like as a gay man and part of this like umbrella term of LGBTQI, whatever. Um, and I'm, I'm very, I'm pretty much immersed in a lot of this stuff that not a lot of, you know, straight people are immersed in that. Like, this is What's like a big I? deal. Uh, let's see. Let's I thought be, it ended at Q. Well, I see if I can remember. Do they keep adding letters? They do. I'm so it's over like of, It's like fucking. Um, <laughs> or it's gonna be like the entire fucking alphabet. I soon. know. I, let's see if I can name them. I always say LGBTQ because I thought that's where we stopped, but I need to know if we've added another letter. So lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. <laughs> it's like in trouble. Um, queer questioning. Um, eyes for intersex. Oh, okay. That makes um, sense. A is for asexual. And Wait, there's allies. An, there's more. Yeah, so it's LGBTQIAA. There's probably Stop. more. I don't know. Essentially, just be yourself. Be yourself, everyone. Be who uh, you be. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, back back to Bruce. Back to the you know the goddess of the hour, Bruce. You Jenner. know, it's it is. I think that part of my judgment, or part of my what was shocking to me when he said you know that he was a Republican, mm-hmm. is that. Um, where I grew up, my every single person I knew was a Republican. Yeah, like, you didn't I know grew any different. And pretty much the only family of Democrats in a town. That's crazy. That's insane and to me. 
So I I feel like I understood their way of thinking very well. Mm-hmm. You know, I understood what they were for and what they were against. Which is very, and, very good to know. It's it's very good to be very, like, informative right. about both sides. Um, but then again, like, you know, he, he I mean, they live in L.A. He's got his house in Malibu or whatever. So, yeah. you know, where you're from and who you deal with on a daily basis is not, you know, I guess we could say this too. When he was talking about um, the difference between sexuality and identity and yes. stuff like that, maybe we need to learn to separate political parties with beliefs. Well, maybe I, we just need to school ourselves. Maybe a little we bit just more. need to be more inclusive. That maybe is a, that is a very valid inclusive. argument, to be quite honest. Yeah, but it did shock me. Yes, totally. <laughs> I was, I was like, what? I see. Like, I, I feel like that. I just from knowing the ones I grew up with. Uh, yeah, it's from experience. It's obvious. Um, but I feel like because this Diane Sawyer interview, they were, you know, they were really, they're doing a lot of promo about it. They were being really hush hush about it, um, and the people were being so speculative. And you know, it was, it was a big moment. Like it was on a Friday night. Like you know, like people had time to watch it, and whatever. And it was, it was huge. Like a, millions of people watched it. I was preparing for the worst, to be quite honest. Like, what do you mean? Uh, I was, like I was bad pre- answers. Well, and- yeah, like I was, I was preparing for you know this huge spectacle of you know Bruce being trans and like um, Diane like asking all these like really inappropriate like sexual questions about like so what are you you right. like are you pre op or post op and like all these things that like you she know- did ask some questions where it seemed like she wasn't getting it, but then I I think I sort of understood that she had to play the role of the American people, right? Your average American. And I I think I was just, I was very surprised with the fact that like the whole interview was, it was very tasteful and it was very informative. Yeah. It was kind of like half an interview and then half like an educational lesson. Yeah. Like there was, there were those breaks where she was explaining things. Yeah. Like, you know, here's the difference between, you know, gender identity and sexual orientation, which is is something that like, I just take for granted because like, I just know that inherently from being in the community, but I forget that so many people like literally have never heard of those terms. Right. Yeah. It was really good. I think that him, it's, it's also, it was really nice to know, like his thing was, you're you're never it's never too late to be who you are yes and i was like that's really cool that's a really cool message and you know regardless of um how politically correct he is and and other things that he does or whatever Mm -hmm. he's at least a very public figure exactly i hope that it helps a lot of people i i i bet that it does honestly yeah something else that i want to mention uh about this is that multiple people tweeted me about this um, and it's something that I kind of want to bring up. It's the fact that, like, uh, when I've talked about how I like Wendy Williams, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, Wendy Williams is officially my prog- my problematic fave um, because, like, I, I, I is she I, problematic. I don't know anything about her. I mean, honestly, everyone's <laughs> problematic. Everyone's fucking problematic. It's so true, though. Like it, <sighs> like if people Pick just need to be battles. a little bit more understanding about, mm-hmm. like, you know, I mean, it's not. Uh, you know, we need to call people out when they're doing something, you know, horrible or something. But exactly. We all need to be a little bit more understanding about where we all come from. Exactly. But, but yeah, yeah, go on. So I'm setting the scene. Um, so I I watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians a little bit when my like sister was super into it in high school. But like I never I never, you know, really I was never caught up with the Kardashians. I never I was 
in them. I Yeah, you were inside and out of all of them. <laughs> you cleaned them out, basically. I remember you, like, tweeting about, you know, just binge-watching the Kardashians. All the spinoffs, I've seen it all. You've seen it all. Anyways, so... Um, I never really caught up with Bruce. Like the only, I obviously the only reason why that I've known that like people were speculating that he was transitioning is being in the grocery store and seeing all the ridiculous tabloid headlines on the magazines, like next to the checkout counters. Like that is where I got all my information just from reading those. And they were all speculative and very, you know, just invasive and all these different things. Um, and it's just like, I just, I can't believe that he didn't kill himself from like all of like the paparazzi shit. Like shout outs to you, Bruce, for having the strength to like deal with that. Like, you know, I'm sure he appreciates your, I know he really, you know, <laughs> we talk on a daily basis, you know, whatever. We're like getting really close. Um, but something I want to talk about is that um, as someone who has done this is Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams has, has talked and has shown pictures and, you know, Bruce Jenner, you know, being in a dress and like all these things have been on our hot topics. Um, and she's getting a lot of flack for it. And I think that she deserves it because, um, she talked about, you know, Bruce, like, cause this happened on a Friday and then, um, Wendy Williams had her show on Monday. She has it like every day or whatever. And so she, she talked about the Diane Sawyer, Sawyer interview and she was like, you know, she was, she completely backpedaled. She didn't apologize at all, but she was like, oh, I'm so proud of Bruce. Like live who, for who you are and like whatever. And weeks, weeks before she was, you know, calling Bruce out on, on, on wearing a dress and like, you know, showing all these private photos that um, the paparazzi took and whatever. And I'm like, girl, like you, you need to, you know, buckle your seatbelt and fucking, you know, get your ovaries out of your purse and apologize because like you can't say something one week and then like, you know, be like, oh, I'm so inclusive the other week. Like, come on, like Jesus Christ. So Wendy Williams is my problematic fave. I understand. And I am, I hope that she and her crew can apologize for, just being a shithole to Bruce in the media. I don't you know, know, you can always hope that maybe she saw the interview and she did have a, it was an educational message for I, her. I hope that she had a moment. Situation. I hope she had a couple yeah. moments. Because, you know, we've all said, Lord, I mean, God. Oh, yeah, we've all said a bunch <laughs> of stupid shit. Like, obviously, like. Oh, uh, there have been videos I've gone back and watched them mine and I was like, oh, I was very uneducated on that subject. <laughs> and I'll take down the video, but that doesn't stop the fact that I said something publicly that was horrible. Yes. Like just probably, probably mentally scarred somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, and, you know, you, sometimes you just, the, the best you can do in life sometimes is to educate yourself, apologize and move on. Exactly. And that's that's all I want, like, from yeah. her and her crew. Yeah. It's just that, but instead, she just, like, completely disregarded the fact that she, you know, had been, you know, hounding Bruce, like, all the other paparazzi, like, everyone else in, like, the celeb media. She was nothing different from all those other pigs. Um, and she just completely disregarded that fact and, you know, played the, oh, I'm so happy for you. You're so inclusive. Like, I love you. Good for you, Bruce card. And I was like, no, bitch, like, I'm not going to forget about all the shit that you said before. And I don't think everyone else is either. Like, I'm not going to like I if she apologizes and, you know, bucks up and, and was like, I, you know, totally shouldn't have done this. And I'm sorry, Bruce, and whatever, then I will be golden with her. But I'm kind of like, mm, girl, you're on, my, you're on my shit list. You're on my shit list, Wendy Williams. <laughs> And she was this she was why. one of my favorite things. So mm. oh, I know she's falling in your eyes. I know she's falling apart, but I'll still watch yeah. her. I'll, I'll watch her because I'm waiting for that apology. That's what I'm waiting for. I try not to, um, I guess, place 
too many expectations on celebrities anymore. Well, I mean, I'm not like I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> right, for I, know, it. I know that you she, you weren't like looking to her for life advice oh, or God, something. Oh God, no! But you know, you know what I mean. Just right, kind of disappointing. right. Disappointing. Yeah, but uh, anyways, closing well, closing things on Bruce. I just you know, Bruce is amazing. I can't wait to see Bruce in her glory when you know he transitions into she officially and has a new name and like with the with the hair and you know living life how bruce wants to live bruce's life i'm so ready to see that um i think it's great i just i hope all the best for bruce like Mm -hmm. girl you do you but anyways what the fuck else do we have to talk about today i don't know bruce oh god i just i had so much built up energy about bruce jenner i just like i don't <laughs> no, even it's a good know. thing to talk about because i don't we haven't even mentioned it before have we like it's been in the news so much no i don't think did we ever talk about any of the magazine covers i don't i don't, I, I don't think so I, I i purposely avoided it like every time my family brought it up like my mom you know and my sister they love the tabloids and they read in touch magazine all that dog shit perez hilton fuck you whatever um, and they would bring it up and I would have to be like, okay, I'm gonna sit you down and like, you know, give you the little information I know about the trans community. Um, because you know, I, I know more than you mom about it. And so I'm going to educate <laughs> you a little bit about it. Like, I don't know, God bless my mother, but like, she isn't involved in the LGBT community and I am not a trans person, but I'm up a step from her. So I had to be like, let me just tell you, like, you know, let's not make fun of Bruce for wearing a dress. Like, God damn it. But Anyway, I just I, haven't I really wanted to. I don't. I don't think we've said anything about it. I can't remember though. I don't think we but did I either. Just, it wasn't really on my radar until recently. It it's all been just like rumors so far, and so I didn't exactly like you know, like imagine there's no point talking about it until he said anything. Exactly like that. That is the 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 home run driving home point for this is like why are like I just I hated when people were talking about it because I'm like this is not your business. This is not public. Like, let Bruce live. Like, Jesus Christ. But I guess that's how, you know, celeb culture is and paparazzi and whatever. That's how the that's how Hollywood works. But it's still just like, oh, girl, I'm feeling for you. But any hoozle-hazzle. Um, should we... It's about that time where we should do favorite things, correct? These are a few of our favorite things. We are so on track this week. Look at us. I know. Ooh, we're girl. like right at the 40 mark. So um, I'm going to go first this week. Okay. So my favorite thing is, I believe it was either, if something that you, that you talked about either last week or a couple of weeks ago, um, it might've been last week. I'm not sure if it was I'm your favorite thing. such a trendsetter. You it's are. so crazy. It is <laughs> the, the wonderful show Inside Amy Schumer. Oh, good. Did you start watching it? So let me, let me give, let me give you guys the dish. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you have a, it's not on Netflix, whatever, it sucks. But if you have an Amazon Prime um, subscription, it's on Prime Instant Streaming, both seasons one and two at least for free. You can also find it other places. Well, yes, but if you want to watch it, you know, like officially, like in HD or whatever, you don't have to, you know, search the internets for pirate links. It's on Amazon Prime. If So if you have an Amazon Prime account, you have access to like all these like free things. And Inside Amy Schumer is one of them. So you saw the two girls, one cup? Yes. One? Oh, my so God. Funny. Okay, so the so one, funny. So I, I, I'm still only on season one because like I, I'm oh, trying okay. to I'm trying to milk it because like I don't want to burn through this because they're so yeah, good. It's, it's nice to like let it all soak in because some of them are very some of the skits are very politically charged yeah like with like you wouldn't realize it unless you were 
thinking about it or if you had been in that situation or something, but then you're like, oh, wow, she is saying things. Yeah, she, she is she not just point. making jokes. She is saying things. I think that's so, what I really like about her. Like, I knew, oh, yeah, I knew so of good. Amy Schumer before and I saw like one comedy special of hers before, but like, damn, this shit is so good. Like, it is really it, good. And I was like, I have, I have laughed a lot. The one that I just got done watching was, uh, it was one of the skits where... She is like it, so. It was a skit. She wasn't like doing a, a stand up thing, which is like her her intermediate intermediary things. Right. But it was the one where she like farts when she gets scared, and then she gets murdered. <laughs> and I was literally laughing the entire. I was laughing so hard. I like that had one to pause doesn't the video. Really have a message, <laughs> but it's so funny. And like it's I had to so I had to funny. pause the video because I was laughing so hard I couldn't fucking hear it. It's so good. It is yeah, that's so. Funny and so like I'm I'm not even halfway through season one, um. But I just like oh my god I can't wait. I'm like I, I am started so on loving a, it. Season three it Ooh. started off with a really good episode. Oh my god, it's been really good. I'm so ready. Um, I love it. Yes, I absolutely love her. So yeah, you guys can awesome. find it on pirate sites. But if you you know have an Amazon Prime subscription already, you have access to this. So go watch it. It's for free if you have that. Inside Amy Schumer, I love it. Thank you so much, Joe, for mentioning it because I started watching it and now I'm hooked. So I know it's it was like really underground, you yeah. know, and so just, underground, uh, so underground. It's not like everybody <laughs> watched it already. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm. I'm so late to the game with some of these things. Like it's, I am too, it's though. Such I a was super shoot. late. Like usually, like either I'm I'm right on the ball, like with House of Cards or something. But like Inside Amy Schumer, like, I'm like I'm on catch up fast. But anyways, what about you, Joe? What is your favorite thing? My favorite thing's a barber. A what? A barbara? No. A barber? A barber. A barber. A barber is like like a guy that cuts your hair? Yes. <gasps> is, so, it a, let is it me a specific start. man? Oh my god. It is a specific man actually. <gasps> oh my god, tell so, us about this dreamy barber. On YouTube, he is known as the Nomad Barber. Ooh. I have been watching all of his So he's he's based in London. I think his name is me Miguel, Ooh. Miguel. I'm saying that I said that was such a horrible southern accent. Miguel, Miguel. Um, I, I think us. he's London based, but he traveled like all over the world, like getting different, uh, like going to old school barbers, old school barber shops. You know, like oh, the yeah. hardcore ones. You know, like the ones that have been around for ages and ages, passed down through the family. Oh, yeah. Um, Getting haircuts and getting the shaves and getting, like, the facial massages. So, like, uh, the whole episode will be him getting, like, a in a Turkish barber shop, getting a Turkish facial massage. Oh. And it's so interesting. So interesting. And it... I never, I never really went to the barber shop until this uh, past summer. Oh, really? I think I was telling you about it. Yeah, um, yeah. In San Francisco, there was a. I'm pretty sure they were from the Philippines. Ooh, uh, it was a Filipino barber shop. Is that Filipino? Yes. That's what you okay? <laughs> I mean, it's it's an understandable question because some there's you know yeah. I always get confused because at one's like at F and one's PH, and we talked yes. about this. I think yeah, that's true. Um. But I would go in there when I was living in San Francisco, and it was just like walking into the olden days, like oh, the wow. 40s or the 50s or the 30s or I don't know. So it was just classic. Yeah. Very classic. And even outside the window, it there was this old like Italian restaurant, you know, with the awnings that are red and white oh, and yeah. green. Oh, yeah, And girl. so even when you like looked out the window, you thought 
you had been transported back in time. Oh, wow. And I would, I would sit down and I would just have conversations with the barber. Um, he would tell me about like, uh, how many generations have been in that barber shop and just stuff like that. And it was just a very interesting and like kind of intimate experience. Nice. Um, so this guy goes all over the world and has those experiences and shows what they're like. That sounds it really so makes me interesting. Wanna, it's really cool. Um, but it makes me want to go like get a, I think the Indian facial massage looked really nice. Or that or maybe it was the Turkish one. Ooh, interesting. But they look so like relaxing, ridiculously relaxing. Well, maybe when we're in Seattle, we can go to the International District and find you a Turkish facial, Ooh, facial massage. Nice. I'll give you a Turkish facial. No. Eh? eh? No. Eh? I'm not Turkish. I can't do that. No. 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 I don't. What the hell are you? I don't know. Honestly. White boy. I'm fuck. Yeah, I'm white boy. Boring American white boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, what, what am I? I think I'm, I'm more French and British than I am Italian. So I'm just going to kill myself. But that was your mom's side. Didn't you? Didn't we find that out? Yeah. Someone pointed out that it was they. the test is like only your maternal side because just the way how genetics work. And then they they approximate your father's side. So there's a chance that I'm more Italian than it lets on. But I but don't you're, know. You're totes neander. I'm totes neander, though. Totes, totes neander. 2.8 neander. So <laughs> get on that neander. I don't know. Oof. No. Yikes. Anyways. So I those, do that. What? Uh, do your uh, genetics? Yeah. Well, I, when we were talking about it, I think I, I was mentioning how I never wanted to get it done. Exactly. Have you changed your mind? <laughs> I've come around because I, well, see, I don't want to know the... I don't want to know any of the risks I have. Like the health I, information. I just don't. Yeah, I just, it's just, because I'm probably not going to change my lifestyle. Exactly. You know, I love eating sugar. Mm-hmm. I love eating non-organic things. Yeah. And I'm just not going to, I'm probably not going to change. Well, um, yeah. And I, I totally understand that. And the, the 23andMe thing that I did, um, it it is like, they cannot give you health information. The FDA has right. barred them from that. But I mean, you know, if you find yeah. out that you're at risk for something and you know that there's something you can do to change it or limit your chances or whatever, you know. Exactly. Some things you just know that you can do. Exactly. And I don't even want to know that I can do those things. That's true. That's true. I got I you. just, you know, I'm going to, if I make it to 70, I'm just going to like walk into the ocean and no, I've got a plan. Oh, well, I'm, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> Maybe we'll, well, I'm sure this is long winded, so I'm sure we'll save that for next week. Yeah, I won't, I won't go into my 70 year old mm, plan. Yikes. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. I want to know that for the like where I'm from part. Yeah. So 23andMe, yeah. like the process that I had to go to get my health information, I had to download my raw genetic data and pay a separate company to analyze it for me. Okay, so you originally just got, like, your information about where you're from? Yes. 23andMe cannot give you health-related information as of this point in time. Um, They can only give you genealogical information. Like, they cannot give you health information. The FDA has barred them from that. Um, But there's other companies that are, like, you know, associated with universities that somehow got passed this FDA ban. And you can pay them, like, $5 and, like, send them a zip file of your genetic code and they'll run it. Um, and then that give sounds you, really, you know, not sketchy, not sketchy at all. Yeah. So that, that's how I got my health information is I paid a third party to do it. 
but Let me just um, send you my genetic code. And yeah, but like you, email. if you do everything through twenty three and Me, like oh, you won't learn funny. anything about your like risks or whatever. It'll only be about family history and like genealogical, you know, stuff. Good. I don't want to know. <laughs> I just don't fucking want to know. Anyways, I think this is a good part of the podcast where we uh, have a voicemail and a text. So should we do the voicemail first? Sure. Okay, so this voicemail is from Haley, I believe, and we will play that now. Hey, Sam and Joe, this is Haley, and I live in Texas. I had two questions for you. One, um, have either of you ever been in a long-distance relationship, and do you have any advice? I've been in a long-distance relationship for two and a half years now, and I am having trouble with communication, etc. So if you have any advice, even if you haven't been, in a relationship, like long distance, that would help a lot. Thank you. Sorry, I'm awkward. And then my second one is, how do you get over being so introverted and shy? Because I'm really shy and I have trouble talking with people because I'm really awkward, even on the phone right now. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you, guys. I love you both so much. Bye. Thank you for calling, Haley. Thank you so much. Yes, these are both very good questions. So, yeah, really, um, really good questions. I guess we'll answer them in order. I have a, I guess I probably have a lot to say about both. I especially have a lot to say about the second one. So you asked uh, advice for long distance relationships and then also advice for getting over being introverted and shy. Mm-hmm. Long distance relationships. Got yeah. any, Sam? Well, the, the, the past relationship, my, my only like... I mean, I was in two pretty big relationships, one in high school and then one in college. The one in college lasted about nine months and we didn't live in the same town. I lived in Boston and he lived in New York, which is about three hours away. It's still relatively long distance just because that like, you know, that's a that's a commute. And we were poor students. We couldn't visit each other every weekend or whatever. So, you know, we had to do the the thing where you Skype and you text all the time and you have to check in with each other and whatever. And I think that what Haley was talking about, you know, problems with communication. Communication is key with any relationship, especially with a relationship that's long distance, because like you, that physical connection like isn't there. Um, and so, yeah, my my experience that I'm drawing off of is, you know, I was three hours away from my ex-boyfriend at the time. But Joe, do you have um, any experience with long distance relationships? My most intense relationship was long distance for about six, the first six months of it before okay. we moved together. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it just fell apart anyway. So whatever. <laughs> um, I will never do long distance again. Yeah. I will just never do it again because there are so many problems down to the like. And it, it, of course, this is just me. It, it works for some people. Great. These are our opinions and our experiences. Right, right. Like down to um, the little things like, oh, you visited me this time or I visited you this time. You should visit me this time or, Mm -hmm. you know, vice versa. And then they're like, oh, I don't have the money to do that or blah, 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 blah. And that, you know, in itself can cause issues and strains on things if you're not sharing the amount of money it takes to see each other or whatever. Exactly. Um, And... I don't know. I, it's not that I, I want someone around me all the time. Cause I don't like, even when I'm in a relationship, I like there to be several days when I do not see the person. Yeah. You want your space. 
Right. But th- there's always those situations where like, um, I don't know. I, I think when their relationship is really intense with me, I tend to get kind of jealous. Oh, like, totally. That's just who I am. And I want to know where they are sometimes. Like mm-hmm. now that I'm older, I don't really care as much. I just, I really could. I just don't care. Yeah. But, um, you know, back then I was always like, you know, it's this trust when you're thing. home or right, right. It is a, it is a very big, you have to have a lot of trust to make a long distance yes, relationship work. You really do. And I don't know. I was tired of sending nudes. Yeah, girl. Mm, I feel that. Tired of nude Skype. Naked on camera. Yep. <laughs> I feel that. That's so true, though. I'm not even exaggerating. Like, like, that is. I just, yeah, I know. You gotta, you I gotta really keep it spicy. Not, I just want a penis up my butt, and you're not here to do that. And... So you're useless. <laughs> <laughs> End of story. <laughs> Haley, we're getting really shitty advice. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, you know. I guess if I had to give good advice for being in a long distance relationship, God, I don't know if I could. Really? Some, yeah, because I just I would not do it again. Yeah, uh, there's a you know the situation with me right now, Sam. With oh yeah, a, I do. Someone is wanting to be in a long distance relationship with me, and I and you're am, like, no, I am refusing. I am no saying, bueno. I'm not doing that again in my life. Exactly. Um, and so yeah, it's it's probably not something I can give advice on because it's not for me Mm -hmm. um let's see Haley. obviously this is coming from someone that has been in like only two like very like deep relationships um but the fact that one of them was you know quote long distance end quote i mean it wasn't across the country but like we were using the same means of communication that you would use if you were all the way across the country um it has to do with communication um, you guys said that you you said in your voicemail that you were having problems with communication, and that is like the backbone of any relationship, and like all like like four backbones of a long distance relationship. Like that shit needs to be on lock all the time, and you both have to be on the same page, um, or else it is going to fall apart. Like that right. is that is it. That is crazy. Congratulations for being in a long distance relationship for two and a half years. Um, it would be. It would be. Even more difficult. Yeah, two years is a really long time. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Yeah, that is, that's, that's a long time for any type of relationship, especially for a long distance one. If I were going to do it again, I would have to either really, really like the person mm-hmm. or like know that we would eventually someday be together. Yeah, like there was, there was like a set Like living plan. in the same town or. But if it was like know, open ended, state. like nah. Yeah, I, I don't know do if it. I could do that. I don't know if I could do that. I think the older that I that I get, the more I realize that I am like I'm worth it in a sense. Like when I was very young, like and I'm still young, I'm only 21, I'm still learning things, but I I feel like I've done a lot of growth in like the boy department in the sense where I'm realizing that like oh, like I I I can be wanted and like I don't have to like settle for every for like any guy. And there's a lot of fish in the sea, and there's a lot of guys that are great. There's mm. a lot of people that are great. I, I think maybe you should settle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I settled for you for this podcast, so I think, um, I think it's the other way around. But <laughs> Joe obviously has you some know, differing opinions. You but, know, uh, maybe consider settling, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. I love you. Um, but yeah, it's just. Uh, I think that's the reason why that I I don't think I'll ever do a long distance relationship again. Um, at least I don't want to. Like I'll never like I don't ever want to set myself up for that because it can be really manipulative too. Exactly, to it, it can, and just like that trust thing, and just there's a lot of they you, can say yeah. things to you like, oh I don't know, I've had this said to me before, like 
you know, if if I don't see a future with us living together or something, then I can't I don't see this working. I can't. Yeah. Then this I this can't work. And you're like already so invested and you're like, oh, my God, what I have to do something this? drastic. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's, you know, it can be it can lead to other situations or whatever. And it's interesting. So, Haley, I guess the end point of this is her advice for being in a long distance relationship and having problems with communication is don't be in a long distance relationship and <laughs> And communicate. So we definitely we didn't answer a goddamn thing. I'm sorry. But I just I don't know. I feel like that we I don't know. We girl, you need to you need to love yourself, obviously. But it works better for like some people can do it really well. Yeah. I'm just not the kind of person who can. Me either. One thing that I've learned recently is that with any sort of relationship, whether it is platonic or romantic or whatever, the relationship can only work like if this happened this applies to everything friendships coworkers whatever think of it like a scale um and like you both have to be giving 50-50 to make 100 um and it won't work if someone's giving 40 and the other's giving 60 it has to oh be equal God, balanced these numbers i just just the just the, it has to be balanced <laughs> think of a scale like it has to be balanced ah. or don't, or don't think of a scale i don't know Joe's having a really, Joe's having difficulties. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. So you, um, you both have to be giving the same amount of energy in the relationship for it to work. And if you're having problems with the communication, then someone is not giving enough. Um, and you can't make up for it for giving more. You both have to be giving the same amount. Um, I have some things about to say, to say for the next question. Yeah. Should we move on? Let's move on. We can move on. It was the... Um, how to get over being introverted and shy. Yes. Yeah, so Can I, I go on a little spiel? Well, first you should read the text because we haven't read it yet. No, no, no. This is the same person's question. Is it the she same? Has, oh, yeah. two questions. Oh, yeah. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm the worst. keep on top of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I want to say this really quick. Yes. Being introverted and being shy are, are two not totally the same things. Thing. Yes. And if I were going to describe them, being introverted is not wanting to go out it's not even having that desire mm-hmm. while being shy on the other hand is wanting to go out and but do something afraid. but you're too anxious to do it yes um and you can be both or you can be neither just depending on the situation and they can definitely so, feed each other right they can feed each other but, but they're two separate uh, like, things like for example i don't go out on saturday nights because i am an introvert and i do not have any desire to go out and be around people because i want time alone to unwind and I don't yes I'm not I'm not anxious about that decision at all it's not like I want to go out but there Mm -hmm. have been times when like say I'm invited to a friend's bridal shower or something and I want to go but like I'm anxious about who is going to be there and what to say the what to say to them or whatever and that is when I get shy and when I get anxious yes um and I make this distinction because society tends to look at introversion as a really negative thing. Yes, as a like problem. It, it tends to, like, really shame introverts, and it starts, like, when we're really young. Like, if you don't want to hang out with other kids... There's something wrong with you. They say there's something wrong with you, yeah. and then that gets instilled in your mind, and then you go throughout the rest of your life thinking there is something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. But um, being anxious, on the other hand, if it is affecting you negatively, then that is definitely something that you can work on. Yes. Like, that is... Not something you have to, like, you don't live with being an introvert. You 
just are an introvert. Yes. Um, but you can work on your anxiety, whether that is like slowly putting yourself in more social situations or you can like go to therapy. That's what well. I do. I go to therapy and I work on my anxiety because I do have anxiety. Um, and I feel like for me personally, talking it out with someone and having someone kind of put it into a different perspective and reframing thoughts is super helpful for me. But there's a bunch of different ways to deal with anxiety. Right. Or you can even just go to like a doctor and, you know, if you if they tell you you have social anxiety, there's like meds you can take. Yeah, totally. Um, Seek out options. Or you can just like wear a lot of deodorant. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God. I when I get anxious <laughs> or like nervous, I, I know I get <laughs> I get the flop sweats like no other. Like I start sweating my forehead like forehead sweats. Same like, like my everything oh, sweats. So gross. And then I start sweating and then I just get anxious even more. And I, it's just like this vicious cycle. It's the worst. What I've started doing um, when I want to go somewhere, but I'm too shy, I'm feeling anxious to go, mm-hmm. um, is I started meditating. Oh. Like there's this app that I use. I think it's called Mindful. Ooh. And um, it always it tells you that like when you're out and stuff, you can always come back to like there have been social situations where I felt like I can't breathe and I feel like I need to run as mm-hmm. fast as I can like. Because I, I cannot breathe at all. Yeah. Um, But it, it tells you, the meditation tells you that, like, you can always come back to your breath. Yes. So you just, like, even when Concentrate you're out. on your breathing. You can close everything else, and that breath is yours. Yes. And then, like, it makes you feel a little bit better. Yes. Um, that's so the that's definition of I've mindfulness. Like, that's right. perfect. Um, Yeah. So I guess that is sort of my advice. I mean... Don't feel bad about I don't ever think there's anything wrong with being an introvert. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with being introverted. Like, I, I feel like a good way of explaining introverted or introverted versus extroverted is like how you regain energy. I'm talking about a lot of energy. Yeah, it is how you regain energy. So introverted, you regain energy by, you know, being, you know, by yourself or just with a couple of friends, you know, you know, reading a book playing music, playing video games, you know, just like being with yourself, like, you know, taking yourself out for a walk, you know, that individual time. Well, extroverts get their energy back by being in social situations and going out with friends and doing things and stuff like that. And it's like draining to them to be alone. Exactly. So it's like the exact opposite. And, and a lot of people are very like in between, like I am a very like, I can be a very introverted extrovert at, at times. Like it can. Right. And it can you're, you're very rarely, I think you're, you know, totally fully one, one or the other. But um, yeah, it is sort of, it is more of a scale and you may feel different on different days. Yeah, like exactly. some days, like, I, you know, I said, um, I don't go out on Saturday nights because I don't want to, but then there is the rare Saturday night where I'm like, yeah, I want to go out and I want to like party and dance and whatever. Exactly. It's very rare. But it happens <laughs> for sometimes. Me. It, but it does happen. It does yeah. happen. So, yeah, don't ever feel bad about being an introvert. But when it comes to shyness and anxiety, you should talk to people about it and do research online. And, you know, because the thing about anxiety um, is that a lot of people deal with it and a lot of people think they're alone and they're not. And there's so many different ways to deal with it. And there are definitely ways to find relief and to, like, change your mindset and to feel better. There are many, many, many ways. Yeah, so just I, finding what works for you. Exactly. I wish you well on your journey, Haley. Thank you so much for calling yeah, us. Yeah, thank you for that uh, voicemail. I enjoyed it. Yeah, we, I had a lot to say about it. So finally, the text that I jumped to too early. You're so bad to our viewers. You treat them like shit. I know. I'm literally the worst. 
Joe's gonna find a new host. Like I don't know, it's gonna be like a pet dog, something better than me. Who knows? No, I need you to edit these. <laughs> I'll quit being a host. I'll just be an editor. I'm ready. No, see, the good thing about working with Sam is I don't like I don't ever have to worry about any responsibilities he has. Exactly. No. And as a control freak, that is very important. It's very, very important. I trust Sam's judgment. He shouldn't, but uh, he does for some weird reason. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. uh, Shall I read this next text? Go for it, because I can't read it. All right. Uh, Hey, Sam and Joe. It's about 1 a.m. where I am and I'm cramming for finals. Please kill me. I have listened. They said that, not me. (laughs) We know we don't want people to kill you. No, no, no. I have listened to about seven of your podcasts in a row because studying gets lonely. So to procrastinate, I have a question. If you had to be one age for the rest of your life, what age would you be? Thank you for the company. Alexis from Georgia Tech. Ooh, thank you so much, Alexis from Georgia Tech. I've been to Georgia Tech a lot. I've never been to Georgia. My best friend uh, went to Georgia Tech. Ooh. And so I, I used to visit the campus. Is it a nice uh, campus? Several times a year. Yeah, it's really pretty. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it kind of just looks like any college. Okay. <laughs> I'll just pretend that University of Montana is Georgia Tech. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. I'm a Georgia Tech. No yeah, yeah. Anyways. Um, if you, you want have any, I don't, I what don't know. The, oh, what age? Yeah, um, for the rest of your life, what age? 22. See, yeah, I knew you were going to be 22, yeah. you piece of shit. I'm feeling 20. I'm feeling 22. Yep, you are. I'm a little bit. What was that? Was that like a gargle? I don't know. What I'm feeling <laughs> Taylor Swift featuring a turkey. That's what I do when I'm not sure of the lyrics. Mm, you, just, you just gobble a little bit. Uh-huh. I'll have to take you out turkey hunting. I'll just use you as like a call. I don't go no. turkey hunting. I mean, I did when I was like seven. I shot a turkey uh, once. I already talked about this. All of our Thanksgivings are actual turkeys. My relatives have shot. I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, st- I'm still not over that. Anyway, so you would be 22. I feel like I would be like three and a half to four. Why? Because uh, I don't. You can't do anything. But I don't. You can ha- barely function. I don't have any responsibilities. I didn't have many responsibilities at 22. But like, <laughs> I could poop myself. I don't have to worry about buying food. I don't I, think you're supposed to be pooping yourself at three, are I mean, you? Who knows? Honestly. I don't know how kids work. Me I literally either, don't know how kids work. It's like, it's a, oh God, it's like straight it's people. I don't get it. Mm-mm. But I feel like, yeah, I'd be like three to four because I wouldn't have any responsibilities and I'd be like cute and chubby and I wouldn't have to worry about a goddamn thing. But why? But your brain would be like this. You would have like the memory span of a goldfish. I mean, you would I, never but I wouldn't anything. know that. I would just be in blissful ignorance. That's true. That's very true. So why 22 for you? I know you've explained it to me like a hundred times, but explain it's to you. It's the perfect viewers. age. I just, it was the perfect year. I wouldn't call it the perfect year of my life. It was a good year of my life. Mm-hmm. I loved that year. You I don't know why. It. Yeah, that's the, that's the year I look back to and where I think that I figured out a whole lot of things about myself. Mm-hmm. And your skin is great when you're oh, 22. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's just... It's just you, great. The whole world, the world isn't expecting a lot from you, mm-hmm. but you feel like you can do anything at the same time. Yeah. And you're just, the whole world is at your fingertips. Uh, I, I can't like wait to be 22. 22. Oh my God, you're not 22. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly, you piece of shit. Oh my God, I can't wait. Oh my God. Uh-huh. Yep. You do a podcast with a 12-year-old. Mm. That sounds so nice though. Like I, you know. It is so nice. It's so great. I am ready. I'm I'm I hope that my my 22-year-old self has a wonderful year like you did. 
My whole life, that's the the one age I always wanted to be was 22. That's it. That's it. Well, I think, is that it? Are we done? That's it. We're done. We're Bye. done. <laughs> <laughs> like always, um, call us or text us. The voicemail number is coming up. Also, um, since Joe is going to be in Seattle for the next month, please, you can like text us or give us suggestions for like things to do in Seattle or like if you are familiar oh, yeah. with the area, like, you know, let us know if you know of some cool places to go or whatever. I've because- gotten... A lot of emails from people. Good. And I want to say, I'm sorry if I haven't replied to your email. (laughs) I mean, Joe gets a lot of emails. He's pretty important. Well, I just know it's not even that. It's just that (laughs) it takes me so long to reply to a single email Mm -hmm. that like it, I'm just paralyzed. But (laughs) if you don't hear from me, know that I read your email Mm -hmm. and and I appreciated it. Yes. Yes. Oh, so So, any suggestions you guys have, I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm I'm loving it also because I'm going to be there for a couple days and like I said Joe and I are going to hang out maybe we'll do a podcast who knows it might be a little fun yeah but yep so uh, this is it thank you guys so much for listening once again call us text us blah 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 the number's coming up and we will talk to y'all next week bye guys bye guys bye thanks for listening to the show subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com you can follow me, Sam, at twitter.com slash bitcrunch and at soundcloud.com slash bitcrunch. And you can follow me, Joe, at twitter.com slash josephbirdsong or my blog, josephbirdsong.co. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. So we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show. Perfect. I've been sniffing that horse oil this entire episode. That's why you were high. <laughs> God, I knew, I knew you were on something. I think you're gonna hear it in the background of my audio file. <laughs> like a, <laughs> I am. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it smells so good. Ah, uh, the new drug of choice, horse oil. <sighs>